So my something great this week is my husband and I switch who puts who to bed every other night. So like I put the boy to bed. Sorry. It's yeah. Okay. Can you, uh, yes, just send the, send the thing and I, I'll do it and leave me alone for five minutes. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but this is real parenting, guys. Out there who's listening, we're trying to record, and your son's interrupting. And you're like, just leave me the fuck alone for five, five minutes. minutes. I'm just asking for five minutes. <laughs> and this is Gay Triarchs. So, have I ever told you about spicy, David? Oh, is this a physically spicy or a mentally spicy? Or so a... it's like it's the version of me where I'm not angry, but I'm really fucking annoyed, and I'm oh. willing to do the dirty work. So, oh, okay. spicy David often comes out when. So we had a snow day that you mentioned last week on the podcast yes. up here in the Northeast, mm-hmm. and everything shut down. If you follow me on TikTok, you saw me. You, spicy David posting on TikTok. An annoyed as fuck. An annoyed spicy of, David. Yeah. Yes, if it's wearing, not eight feet of snow as in days of old, like they're experiencing in Northern California last year, maybe this year too. I, enough of this. Enough of this. So it, I, I spoke on the, about the culture of the Northeast and how for some reason now, if it rains a little bit or snows a little bit, everything shut down. Well, anyway, my daycare, before the storm hit, knowing we were going to get only six inches, closed the following day so we're going to close everyone get over it right. yet the building it's attached to which is the ymca mm-hmm. did not close or was not okay. going to close right and i was furious because uh-huh. not only does that mean i can't work i've got the two kids home but i'm just so annoyed so then i get in an email fight with the daycare director <laughs> and I, now so now i'm spicy so <laughs> i had a really spicy day and then like had a meeting with a manager which did not go well and it was just like all of these things but i was like now is the time if you need me to go yell at somebody <laughs> to talk to your ex to break up with somebody mm-hmm. now is the time to find spicy david i mean do not get in the way of spicy david and because he give, has no f's to give no and fucks. he is he is he is your parenting karen for any needs you may have <laughs> you could probably turn this into um into a business plan actually i mean spicy parenting david karen, karen yeah i love parenting that. karen i mean that's a meme in and of itself, yeah. but it's they're out there for sure. Um, so last episode with the military guys, we kind of touched a little bit on me seeing that one year old at tick on um, at Costco, and I was like, oh, I was feeling a little like yeah. oh you wistful were, you about were feeling that. all the feels for the. Babies. I was feeling all the yep. feels, and I just uh, I'm getting inundated with this like you'll miss it and blah 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 talk, and we've talked about this endlessly about like there's no solve for this other than bottling up things and bring it to you in the future and you just can't do that and then i was looking at the comments of one of these tiktok videos and it said something that like shot a dagger through me so i want to inflict the pain on you as well and it it was a quote and it said parenting is just one long string of goodbyes ah just you wait uh, just i mean wait it i i only have four years of experience but like yeah the little yeah. goodbyes, no more baby, no more toddler, no more crawling, no more whatever. Goodbye, goodbye, baby, goodbye, mm-hmm. this. Goodbye. I mean, hello, right? Hello, four-year-old, hello, five-year-old, hello, tween, hello, adult, hello, you know, but uh, in-laws. One, but I, and I don't think that's a glass half empty either. That's a reality that you have to come to with um, parenting. I mean, yeah. just um, along those lines, just a couple of days ago, my daughter decided that she wanted to get herself, my middle schooler decided she wanted to get herself up 
with an alarm, make your own breakfast and be left alone. <laughs> and I was both like, oh, wait a minute. But why? But I wake you up. She reached over and touched my arm and said, dad, you have to let me go. <gasps> <laughs> I, she's 12. I cannot believe how you've set me up for my topic here. So for the entire world um, out there, uh, for all um, maybe three of our listeners. Mm-hmm. But by the way, I do have to point out, we are. this is episode 54, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We I think we very officially, a long time ago, in fact, passed the amount of uh, episodes that outnumber our listeners at this point. <laughs> but but um, for all of, all of our... Mm, eight listeners or whatever listener out there. I, I feel like it's good for us to talk about ourselves once in a while because after all, we are narcissists who started a podcast because we love to listen to ourselves, right? Yep. But I want everybody out there to know that a lot of the time, David and I don't talk offline because I always am like, wait, we got to keep the, pro- the uh, Save it content. For the show. Save yeah. it for the show. Save it for the show. So we do have an outline here that we're following and David put that quote in, parenting is one long stream of goodbyes. And believe it or not, the ne- next thing I was going to talk about was a year of lasts. So we are going further down this rabbit hole here. Um, and we didn't plan this, but... Uh, my um, fifth grader is, this is his last year of elementary school. And I absolutely feel like this is a year of lasts. Like this is the last holiday party. This is the last Valentine's day party, which obviously happened just a couple of weeks ago. And, um, and we also, um, we have held on to a tradition that he started, frankly, of um, celebrating the hundredth day of school, which as you'll come to see um, is a big thing in like kindergarten, first, second grade, but not by It's a big thing in in, In, daycare. They do the whole dressing old thing. Right, right, right. Dressing old. Right. No. So in um, kindergarten, he brought a cake. We baked a cake, a bougie ass cake because, because he wants to do it that way. And we put a hundred candles in it. And we've been doing that for six years. No, seven years even. And now, oh, hi. What are you doing? Bernie wants to call his mom. Okay. Can you hold on just a minute and give me my phone back, please? Great. I'll, I'll, can you just give me five minutes? I'll call for you and you can have my phone. Okay. See, this is this is the realities of parenting. Even when you're recording your podcast about <laughs> gay parenting, your gay parent child walks in, demands your phone, and is annoyed and walks out of the room. Guys, and this is it. Welcome to Parenting 101. Takes it. Yeah. Takes it without asking. What a dick. <laughs> anyway, point being, a cake, 100 candles, and um, and... And I'm and I take a picture of him smiling with his little pink cake and his hundred candles, and I'm like, it's never going to happen again. And mm-hmm. the, I mean, fifth grade is a serious year of lasts, and or, especially because he's your second kid and you're yeah. conceivably last. So, like, <laughs> I feel like with with your first kid, Assuredly. it was a little different because you had kind of a second chance to live some through some of yeah, this. Yeah, and I did it but way him, better. There's way no- better the second <laughs> time. I improved enormously. Yeah. What are you going to improve on podcasting? well let's that seems like a good reason to uh, talking about improvements how about hacks that can improve your parenting skills was a really good transition (laughs) (laughs) uh you want to talk about a hack huh yes dad hack of the week so um it is um borderline child abuse but Mm -hmm. it benefits the parents so my daughter i've said many times on this podcast cries all the time. She cries, uh-huh. she cries, she cries. She just cries about everything. And it's not like she's sick or hurting or hungry or whatever. She's just 
perpetually annoyed at everything in the world. Uh And so it really, really is starting to grate on us two years in. Uh And what we have found is the only thing that really stops her from crying is confusing her and being like, hey, uh, is the sky down or up? Or bringing it to another room and be like, are we going to have dinner in here? And just totally fucking her up as far as like blocking what she's thinking about or what she's doing. And then she stops crying or she continues to cry. And I go, what are you crying about? And she's been removed from the location or the situation enough to kind of forget. And it's my favorite thing in the world is to ask my daughter now that I've moved her into the other room and we're talking about babies. I go, well, why are you crying then? And she kind of goes, "Uh," and you could see her kind of go, I don't really know why I'm crying. And I was like, (laughs) Oh, so you have to scramble your child's brain and mentally confuse them, and then they'll stop crying. Mm -hmm. That's David's dad hack of the week. (laughs) Confusion. CPS. No. So anyway, that's my dad hack. What's yours? Well, I actually, I was um, reflecting on making messes, and we all kind of, I don't know what, where we all fall on the... Um, scale of tolerating mess and not. I think I have a fairly high tolerance for tolerating messes. But at the same time, watch something happening. I'm like, oh God, this is going to be such a mess. This is going to be such a mess. But so often, especially with young kids like yours, and even if I can trick my older ones into it, um, sometimes you want to be able to encourage messes. Like for instance, make your kids in the summertime wash a car. Mm-hmm. Just give them a sponge and a bucket and just go, I mean, who cares if they're actually doing a good job, but just let them wash the car, right? Yep. I mean, if you live on a busy street, you need to monitor it. You can't just send them out with a bucket and a sponge, but washing a car or painting rocks, mm-hmm. using um, water-based paint to just paint rocks and leave them outside and they clean up and whatever, but just l- encourage them to go outside and make a mess. Or then also making a mess, frankly, with their fingers point being give them a piece of wood and a nail and just have at it and let them discover Mm -hmm. it and figure it out i mean you know not a one-year-old but i uh you know you just let the kids get out and make a mess but that's but that goes to some advice that i've given before which is like the the only cure for like kids being assholes is air or water yeah and that's two of your things right air or water right something about those two elements just get their brain scramble their brains enough to 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 kind of get them out of their mood and just Um, make peace with the fact that it's going to be messy there might be tears they might get hurt i mean i'm not encouraging you to let your kids hurt themselves but they've got to go discover stuff and just let them you know leave them alone and figure it out so there you go um I think we just solved a lot of world's problems now. Now let's um, bless the world with our top three list, shall we? Gatriarchs, top three list, three, two, one. So our top three list this week came from our listener, the one, um, (laughs) which was, what are the top three things about surrogacy that you panicked about, but now that you've gone through it, are no fucking big deal. He is a uh, a dad-to-be going through surrogacy and was, Uh you know, started to get nervous about things. And I was like, this is a great top three list because this is something a lot of people go through. So um, I will go first since it's my list. In number three, the the third thing I worried about that didn't matter was PGS testing. So for those of you who have not done um, surrogacy, PGS testing is a thing where you can, once you've created embryos that are viable and frozen and they're good to go and everyone likes them, um, you can have the embryos themselves tested and they take a little bit of uh, from the... Uh, placental sac and they take a little bit from the egg sac and they test it or whatever. Um, But 
it comes with a lot of risks. You can damage or kill the embryo. So, and also the information you get is not necessarily an indicative of future things. So there's a little bit of debate in the surrogacy community if it's even valuable to do PGS testing. We hemmed and hawed because it was, I think at the time for us, like $4,000 extra Oof. charge. And at the yes. time we were $4,000 out. We were like, I cannot afford any more things. And yeah. we hemmed and hawed. We were so worried. And both of our first shots went through. And that, oh. that maybe that's not statistically normal, but like <laughs> I, 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 it's not something to worry about. You can either do it or you don't. You do it or you don't. Yeah. Uh, number right. two. Okay. <clears throat> kind of a, a big thing, but I think it was important, is um, miscarriages and telling people about them. So mm. in surrogacy, obviously miscarriage, really any sort of pregnancy, surrogacy specifically, or IVF, mis- uh, miscarriages are a thing that happen, and it happens very often. I mean, and it so- happens <clears throat> frequently, freakishly, frequently across the population, and it's a miracle that any of us are here. Correct. And I basically didn't tell anybody uh, that we were pregnant until the 20 week scan Ooh, wow. because I was so afraid of having a miscarriage and then having to roll back any sort of announcement. Yeah. And I did tell, I think my mom and some like very, very, very close friends prior to that. And I, I just think if I did it again, I would allow people to join me on the journey mm-hmm. in a way where if I did have a miscarriage or had to roll back news, that I would trust that the people who loved me and heard that and were excited about the news would also yeah. be happy or be surround me with love in in negative news. So I yeah. think that is like worrying about miscarriages and whether and tell people uh, is something I would not worry about for the second time because it's either yeah. going to happen or it's not. And why it's not part of have the journey. people who love you? Yeah, jo- exactly. It's part um, of the journey. And the number one thing that I worried about prior to surrogacy that has had zero effect in my life was whose baby was whose biologically. Mm-hmm. Um, I very much wanted my face in a baby. I wanted to be first when we were yeah. making kids and it was very important to me. And 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 I can tell you that since my children have been born, I have thought about it literally zero times. Yeah. I never, ever once look at my daughter and think, well, she's not really mine. Um, <laughs> I imagine this is what people with adoptive children think. They're like, I don't look at my kid and think, you're not really mine. Of course they're yours. Right. Um, but prior to, if I'm being totally honest, prior to having my children, I thought I would feel very specifically about that. And I absolutely feel absolutely no way about that. So number mm-hmm. one, whose kid is whose? What about you? I love that I am since I am very much David vonerifically superficial yeah, do in it. response. Do it. Uh, number three for me, fevers. I was so afraid mm. that I wouldn't recognize a fever. What if I screw it up? What if I can't recognize? What if my kid is not screaming because they got a fever? Oh no, no. You know, you no. know when there's a fever. So don't worry about it right now because no. you will know. No. Number two, schedules. I stressed about having everything on a schedule so badly. And guess what? There is no fucking sense. There is no schedule. You just have to roll with it. You can try all you want, but just don't stress about it ahead of time because everybody's just doing the best they can. But basically schedules fuck them because they don't exist. And number one, my biggest worry was, what if I don't know? What if I don't know? What if I don't know? And I will never forget the time that a, a, a kind of a mommy mentor to me reached out, literally touched my arm when I was freaking out saying, what if I don't know about something? And she said, you'll know. And um, and as we've mentioned and touched on many, many times in this show, we, as men, as gay men, we have just as much of a parenting instinct as anybody. And what she was saying is, 
you got this because you will know. And um, I've never questioned that. So don't stress about it. You'll know. I am questioning the fact that none of those have to do with surrogacy. Um, but <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, well, yeah, that was well, all about parenting. Good, good job paying attention to the top three lists. I'm so sorry, listener Daniel. I'm so sorry. Hey, that listen, Gavin those are still even look at the those, outline that has those, the top three lists. I'm literally staring at it right now. But <laughs> fine, you're right. I didn't read the directions as well as a kindergartner would have. I assume that you've prepared what next week's top three list will be. It's your week. And we've already done top three reasons Gavin should be fired. You've exhausted that possibility as a top three list. What are the top three baby foods that you tasted and actually kind of enjoyed? Okay. How do you come up with them so fast when you have prepared not even a little bit? Improvisation, baby. Improvisation. Yes, and... Oh, hi, Jamie. I'm sorry hi, to y'all. see your, your beautiful face again. Jamie. I, I had to look up. I could not remember when the episode came out. I was like, March? That's uh, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we are. Dude, 50. This is episode 54. Yeah. And ask us how much money we are Zero making. Dollars. Wait, Zero dollars. No. Maybe 54 oh, no. cents. No, we made we're, 49 we're the... cents and then we made 19 cents on ads. So that's what? 50, 77 cents? Yes. That's uh-huh. almost uh-huh. that's that's almost an hour of parking in Hoboken. So people, you're welcome for that. People oh. say that you can't make money online, and quite frankly, you know I, literally living proof. I <laughs> I joined that TikTok creator program. Mm-hmm. Okay. And oh. let me as a teacher or as a student? Um as like you get paid based on how many views you get. But the, okay. the parameters of what they will pay you for is wild. Like there's stipulations for what counts as a view. And it's not very transparent, <laughs> to be honest. Mm-hmm. Oh, but geez. like I had a I had a video that just went like kind of viral. It's about to it's about to hit two million views right now. Oh, is it the is are you calling the woman out for the stroller? The bucket and the the, the the Duna on the shopping cart. Yeah. That yeah, on not, the shopping cart. Do you know how much money TikTok is is going to pay me for that as of right now? Like eighteen hundred dollars. Wow, that's yeah. great. So you gotta you gotta get that TikTok follower count up, and it Con- is uh, yeah. hard. Con- I know. Well, so I have I have a couple friends on TikTok. By the way, we're in the interview. Look look at us now. Um, no, hi, welcome, welcome back, back to you, Grayson. Um, we I have a, a couple of uh, accounts that I follow that have a pretty high follower count, and. A lot of them lately were talking about how they're really frustrated with TikTok because they're constantly changing what their ratio and what they count as a view and what they'll pay and what they won't and shadow banning and, and followers and going up and down. Yeah. And I, uh, I just, uh, it, it's it's unfortunate for people like you and other people who count on this as part of their income. They they do this as part of their job. Yeah, and I've yeah. not I've not ever counted on monetizing views until now. Like I just started. Um, so having to do that on top of like building an entire new TikTok account has been very interesting. You don't mean your your original? You've had to build a, a pr- completely brand new one? Oh no, my TikTok that? account got banned. <gasps> oh yes, that is right. Mm-hmm. Wait, well, mm-hmm. remind our mm-hmm. listener why that was. Well, dear listener, what happened was <laughs> there was a lady of the internet. Um, who was pushing herself into child safety advice and she's not qualified to talk about this at all. So a lot of us, 
you know, me, a couple of pediatricians, a few other people like came for her and uh, found out some other information about some homophobic and transphobic content she was engaging with, which I will not tolerate. Mm -hmm. So a few of us called her out and she and her attorney had copyright strikes filed on my account. I found out my TikTok account was banned via a post on Reddit. Um, wow. I, I logged into TikTok and it said your account is permanently banned. Oh, wow. Um, and there was nothing I could do. How many followers did you have at that point? Um, uh, so I had had that account for about two and a half years and I had about 124,000 okay. followers. Wow. And I am now two months in to my new account and I'll hit 50,000 today. Wow. Yeah. I would have assumed that wow. it wouldn't be that hard, so, though, for you to put out a call on Instagram and say, hey, everybody, I got banned. Aren't you proud to follow me? Come on over. But it just wasn't that easy. And that's what I've been that's what I've been yeah. doing, like on all my other platforms, like, hey, help, help, help. I need to, like, get my account back up and running. But yours um, is not an uncommon story. So one of the no. people I was telling you about, it was a good trouble. And if you don't follow good trouble, you should absolutely follow him. He's Oh, yeah. Most, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He does mostly course. politics. He's also kind of hot, which I like that he's totally mm -hmm. like into. But anyway, he he's he was for a while on like follow my backup account, Good Trouble 3.0, Good Trouble 4.0. I'm banned this week from going live. And he was like, and then finally he came out with a video a couple weeks ago and it was like, he hadn't been on in months. And he's like, I can't even log on. I've, he has hundreds of thousands of followers mm -hmm. and he's just so devastated. Right. Because this is a big part of his no life doubt. Yeah. And, and yours. Yeah. I was, I was the most followed CPST on TikTok, and I had thousands of hours of like, Free car yeah. seat information up for people. Valuable to get. information. With like not no pay, no paywall. Mm -hmm. You got a phone in your hand. You have yeah. access to it. So uh, she had that all taken down, Damn. and it is very frustrating. And what is even wilder is I was connected to the head of global compliance at TikTok, <gasps> and she is aware of everything that happened. But has she gone dark? And still, nothing, nothing could happen. Wow. Wow. So I, I, I have to barge in here for a second mm -hmm. to interrupt. For those of you, for the listener who's listening, <laughs> who maybe hasn't been listening to us for very long, welcome, Jamie Grayson, welcome to the podcast. Back. For the second time, you're our second repeat guest. But Jamie Ooh. was guest number four. I mean, single guest digits. number four. Can you believe it? That was so long ago. So there's probably a lot of people listening who don't even know who you are. So can you give us the quick cliffs notes? Like, who the fuck are you? And why are you on Gay Jerks? I, I'm a disaster. <laughs> so what is, for, tw for, for 20 <gasps> years, no way. I have been the childless homosexual who knows everything <laughs> about car seat safety and strollers. And it's it is it is so far past the point of like a joke now that like you know that I have quite literally thirty five car seats in my house. I've got probably thirty strollers, fifteen stroller wagons. Like I have mm -hmm. everything in the world basically. Um, but I've been doing baby gear and safe like safety yeah. seminars and articles and twenty years now twenty years next that year will is be crazy year twenty to think in multiple decades multiple and you're either yeah. you're, and looking in your apartment you're either a baby gear expert 
or a child predator and somebody needs to call the police. <laughs> I've been accused of all of it. I quite know. Frankly. Yeah. And you know what? What a great, great uh, little check in your in your box to have people yeah. hate you so much that they come for you. I feel like that's- like, that they would have make to waste happy. their time. Yeah. Like, Truly. If you really have nothing better to do than to like troll me on the internet, go with God. Well, that was one of yeah, the just, questions I was going to ask. Live, laugh, was actually, love. since the last time we checked in with you, um, obviously TikTok has been a complete headache for you, but has- how has your social media world changed over the last year other than being banned on TikTok? I mean, is your approach different? Have you had to recalculate your own algorithm? How's it changed? Um, I think with social, everything obviously everything is always changing. But what is nuts to me is Facebook is still so important. Uh-huh. And obviously my audience demographic on TikTok skews much younger. Mm-hmm. But Facebook... Or I never spend a penny on like ads. I never boost content. I never do any of that. And last year on Facebook, I want to say my organic reach was like 31 million people. Damn. Um, And and that's just on Facebook. And like, you know. Not even Instagram. No, no, just Facebook. Just Facebook. Uh And we actually had to put together a proposal yesterday uh, because it's just that time of year you're dealing with contracts and like getting the speaking gigs in line and sponsored and all that. And my social media reach for just for the past six weeks is 8.6 million people. I mean, that's, Damn, some, that's Kim Kardashian numbers. Right I am deaf. I am, levels. you know, and I show up on time. <laughs> I was about to say, I show up a couple on time. weeks ago. Yep. 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 We had Tom Tracy saying he went to see Madonna at about 10 PM. He checked his watch. He said, bitch, get on stage. Cause your geriatric ass fans need to go to bed. Oh, I just listened. <laughs> I, I still listen to all of your episodes, boys. Oh, I shucks. know you do. And you also comment more than anybody, you in do, any of our other past guests. So you're going to get a trophy. Yay. Um, speaking of when you were here, I re-listened to our episode. Cause I wanted to kind of like, remember kind of what we had said. And one of the things that had brought up a funny memory was we spent a lot of time talking about, when you're a new parent, you fall into the trap of buying all the shit you don't need. And you and I talked about like what's valuable, mm-hmm. what's not. And now I have obviously two kids and I did the opposite with the second kid where I was like, we're not buying anything. We're going to just like, we don't need it. Right. And my husband reminded me that not only did we totally embrace this, but we went to pick up our daughter when she was being born at the hospital and didn't even bring an outfit for her. Oh, so we proud. went so far the other direction <laughs> that we didn't even bring an outfit to bring her home. And she, now, luckily, of course, we're at the hospital. 75 people brought us all these clothes. Oh, that's it was good. a whole thing. But it was so funny how I was like, you know, kid one, we fall into the trap of bottle warmers and white warmers and everything. And then kid number two, we're like, I'm buying nothing. I was like, maybe bring a onesie to the hospital. Just one. Listen, but just with bring babies a two, three, and forward you can go ralph wiggum and like that baby will sleep in a drawer <laughs> yep but i, I and that's the story i told on the episode yeah. was my daughter we we put her in that drawer and it was fine and cute and a good instagramable moment there's a big <laughs> movement right now actually with um cardboard bassinets um oh, yeah. and moses baskets because they're not uh-huh. taking up much much space. You can recycle they, them. You can do whatever. And they go back to dust to dust. So yes. they, it goes back into the. Room. But don't they? Isn't that like a common thing in Japan, where like your baby? It's home very in a common box. in many other countries. Is they just send you home in a box. It's full of like diapers and a couple You're onesies kidding. and whatever. But then they at least know your baby. 
has a safe, like stable, independent place to sleep. Mm-hmm. So. Wow, you just heard that from Jamie Grayson, the baby guy, who is put him in a box. Who is who is handing out million dollar ideas out there? You can charge people more for a cardboard box that will go back into the earth than probably mm-hmm. plastic. It's so true. Uh, so because we have you on, because you're a, a baby gear expert, and because this is your second time, I want to give us an opportunity to talk to the new parents out there who may be listening for the first time. And we talked a little bit about this before, but I know. A a lot of new parents are worried. And what is like the best thing? What do we absolutely need? So last time we talked about like, what do you absolutely need? And I didn't know if now this year, we're a year later, is there a new item that's come to market that you're like, must have, must have, must have for parents? Or is it still the same tried and true bottle, something safe for them to sleep in? It's pretty much the same. Like mm-hmm. there hasn't been a ton of stuff coming out. Um, my industry trade show is in May. Um, and I know of a few things kind of in the pipeline. Oh, well, we can't wait to talk to you in June. Then Legally, I cannot discuss that. Um, You're so important. But is it an um, AI car seat? (laughs) Well, speaking of car seats, what's wild right now is we are being inundated with marketing from this new car seat that is currently just saying the market. Mm -hmm. We don't need to name her. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't need to give the seat my energy. Okay. What's she so special? Why is she so special? um, It is a thousand dollars. Okay. And they are saying it is the safest seat on the market. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nothing is safer, blah, 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 blah. Uh And their marketing tactics, the amount of text threads that I am in with other texts, about like what are these people doing? They're like, car seats have been made out of styrofoam and plastic for years. We know we can make this better. This is not safe. And it's like, you're not putting your kid in an igloo cooler. Like the, <laughs> the foam, and maybe you are, maybe you are. Um, and judgment, but, but, by the way. And you judgment. did say put your so much in a judgment. box. So mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. But the foam in a car seat is not styrofoam. It's not regular styrofoam. Right. And so these people are like, our crash tests do this, our crash tests do that. But what people don't understand is when car seats are crash tested in the States and in Canada, they get a pass fail. There is no like A, B, C, D, E, like whatever. You either pass or you're not on the market. Mm-hmm. And they are done in a very old sled test with like, you know, multiple times to see if it will pass, see if it will hold up. And it's a very specific crash, but unfortunately, in the real world, we don't get to dictate what our crashes are, <laughs> right. and they yeah. can function in a multitude of ways. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like impact, see how the dummy reacts with sensors. So it, it's kind of bogus. Their claims are awful, and they are shipping them out to influencers now all over TikTok who are not installing them correctly. They don't know what they're doing. And so now I'm getting tagged all over the place and personally basically running their customer care for these influencers <laughs> because they don't know how to put these seats in their vehicles. Is it because so, they're more complicated or generally influencers are just stupid and don't know what they're doing? It's not supposed to be because it has an app. Um, <laughs> I do love an app. But, but not if it's glitchy and it's telling you the wrong information. And Wait, you're like, connects via grinder, via your Bluetooth. And you're like, how does, yes. this, how does this even Sign work? in with your, get, with your grinder sign in. Yeah. The harness conversation on grinder is very different than the harness conversation you're right. in, a, in the car seat community. You're right. You it's, know what? I, it's funny. Bring I don't, them both. Yes. I don't know this company. I don't even know what you're talking about. But it almost sounds like some venture capital decided to have a marketing campaign and less of a, it's like not a new product. It's just a marketing campaign. 
Yeah, it's and, wild. and is this like is it funded? Is this a new company that's being funded by uh, uh, Jeff Bezos or something? Like, where it is they not. Have all this money? It is what? they are not American based, and okay. so they are they have they're, launched a seat in America. It's they're their, like hero product. Um, it is. They are making some bold claims. They are okay. making some bold claims. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel mm-hmm. like bold claims means bold litigation. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's a lot. Well, it is a lot at this moment. Mm-hmm. So speaking of the the litigation, though, I, and finishing up this, I mean, I have loved um, watching you take people to task for spreading misinformation. But yes. have you found in this year that the misinformation is increasing or decreasing? Oh, uh, God. It, there's there's always misinformation out there. And I do think with the rise of people becoming like self-titled parenting experts, it's getting worse. Mm-hmm. Um, like there there have been some really wild things I've seen and I don't have access to them anymore because my account is gone. Mm. <laughs> but um, there there was some pretty, pretty wild stuff last year we had to deal with. But. Is it just stupidity or is it? nefarious actors i i think it's i think it's a mix of stupidity and rage baiting Um, because they know if they rage bait they will get clicks clicks. they'll get views they'll get money they'll get notoriety um i hate us i just hate mm -hmm, us mm -hmm. us sometimes i I question the internet i love the internet but sometimes i'm like Oh, should yeah. we <laughs> should we do we do did we, we still did need we it? need to do this <laughs> well speaking of well then also okay one last really serious question speaking about the internet tell us your thoughts on groundhog the musical oh wait listen, are you on groundhog TikTok? Listen, please tell of me course i of course okay. um i need to catch up i love chaotic stitches on tiktok i love the the building on component mm-hmm. when people yeah. just build things yep yeah one of my favorite and i'm not completely caught up with groundhog so i've not listened to like everything that's going on um do you remember over like i guess around christmas the little boy in the snowsuit that was like just like went very viral Mm -hmm. oh it was huge People started writing music to it, and they were like coming with the piano, and then somebody came in with a guitar, Love and then it. somebody came in with something else, and I was like, "This is what the, this is the internet. This is what this it's is meant terrific. for." But that's what yeah. you're saying, like, like should we with the internet? But this is when the internet is yes, in its we prime. We were talking about this last episode, where like they for the Groundhog one, they've added some guy added full orchestrations, so there's a full symphony behind it, and then there's also <laughs> people stitching it doing non vocal performances like actors in the background of this particular scene <laughs> i was god. like that Thank is god. that is the that is the art i want to see from tiktok yeah yeah do you know what is very sad today speaking of tiktok did you hear who passed away no um the lady who did although enjoyment do you remember although enjoyment on tiktok oh, you know geez. what was i what she's a vo- it's a voice studio on tiktok but she is absolutely iconic. She's done a ton of viral stuff on there. I mean, of course, we, know, we totally she, know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. She started singing the What Was I Made For Billie Eilish, but didn't sing the right words. Oh, no. And it was like, she called it All Though Enjoyment instead of All The Enjoyment. <laughs> so it was great, but uh-huh. it was all over the place. But what she is the best known for, and I hope the two of you know this, oh, do you know the Be Who You Are for Your Pride? No. No, Yes. Oh, I'll send it to you later. <laughs> okay. Oh, we'll put it in I, our show notes. If I did it, if I did it right now, the speakers would be blown out. But she <laughs> basically created the pride anthem of TikTok. And Jesus. 
it is a big wide world out there. Maybe the we'll make this. Sphere. Maybe we'll make this our our bonus. Uh, is to play this. Yeah, whatever this is. We okay, we'll do that. We'll that do that's what's that. so weird about TikTok. For your pride. This is what's so weird about TikTok is that you can have something that is so iconic and huge and everywhere, and is somehow totally missed somebody like the fyp oh, yeah. algorithm because i will talk to people about like oh my god can you believe the blah blah blah, blah. it's everywhere and people are like i have no idea what you're talking about and it's so weird to have something so enormous and also totally missing some people because because my fyp yeah. is like baking videos and guys dancing with their dicks bouncing around so if it's not in that parameter i don't say it <laughs> it's pasta and gray sweatpants uh, that's which- literally it <laughs> Which it's, hopefully no be, everything is in a silo. Everything is in a silo. We'll be tapping into that pasta and gray sweatpants very, very soon. Thanks to you, JB. We'll reference. Oh, great, that. great, great. Uh, well, then finally, also, where are we going to be able to get to see you this year? Are you totally booked up with tons of conferences and travel and speak and speaking engagements? I start again in April in one of the three C's of Ohio. I forget which one is first. <laughs> um, but we always call it the three C's. Uh-huh. It's a, I think it may be, I think Columbus is the first one. Okay. Columbus, April, Cincinnati, and Cum Dump. And right? Cle- oh, Cleveland. Oh, Cle- Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. Yes, well, I, Cleveland. I, yeah. So yes. Um, so yes. <laughs> uh, so we have 13 of those this year. Wow. Um, 13 C words or 13? 13 C words Okay. Uh, from April through November. Wow! So, Damn. And that's that's all of my Instagram and whatever, and yeah. And we means uh, are you still really just a solo act, or do you have? It's me and Lainey. It's me and, and Lainey, my my coworker. Yeah. Okay. Um. So it is just the two of us, and it is that's a, a lot. wild. It is a lot. It is a lot. But yeah. does that leave enough time for the mint juleps of the world to listen, slink on listen, in? The way that, that you just came back with that. Bitch, um, I listened to no, our it, episode and I was like, to we got to bring this back up. It does just, not. Yes. And when I tell you that the dating scene here the last the last few months has really been something to me. Okay. Um, one guy I went out with, uh, we went to see a production of Little Night Music here at Denver Center because we okay. are F-slurs. <laughs> and it was a wonderful production. Uh-huh. Um, the best Petra I've ever seen or heard. Okay. She's flawless. And she just joined the Hades Town tour, actually. Oh, right um, but he he left out one important thing. Okay. Um, and in intermission, I found out he was married. Um, so that's pretty cool. That was Whoa. cool. Wait, oh, yeah. how did that come yeah. out at intermission, though? Just at intermission talking. And he was like, oh, yeah, my husband, this and this. And I was like, oh. you're like, excuse me? Okay. But, but your, your profile didn't. <laughs> Your dating your, profile. Your your Tinder profile. <laughs> so did, did not, was there was there a second act or dare I say I a third act? I finished the second act. I'm not gonna leave us on time musical. <laughs> Come on. Um so yeah, that that was done there. Okay. Um and then I uh a couple weeks back actually met this guy here who's terrific. And we hung out a few times. He's now dealing with some rather unfortunate stuff we don't need to get into okay. um, with uh, someone close to him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so that's all that's kind of been put on the back burner sure. mm-hmm. go, for go this get moment. Your, your house in order before we, um, you come into my house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you once we're done recording. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but it is uh, unfortunate. Unfortunate. Yeah. So the dating, no, it's hard because I. I 
and even right now I'm like, oh, I'm home until April. This is great. You know? Yeah. Um, you can have a long-term relationship in the next two months. You know what? I sure can. <laughs> but wait, do you still have your simple syrup on the ready? I keep simple syrup uh, for a sensible old fashioned at night. Yes. Okay. okay. But but yeah. not the not the not the mint infused. Not the mint infused. Okay. Not the mint infused. Maybe that's. And a I actually thing. I had to tell the story about intimacy idiot recently. Actually, uh, <laughs> so I think it's very funny that you did bring that back. You brought it back. Well, everybody should revisit it back in episode. Four of Gatriarchs. That is episode crazy. Four. This Maybe, is oh, episode have... fifty-four. So you're look at that. I mean, look at look at us just growing and growing and growing. I, it's I will called s- generations. It's truly. Uh, I will say that, like for those of you, for the listener out there who has not listened to episode four, <laughs> I re-listened to it and I was like, I was guffawing. I was like so interested. You were such a great guest, and you gave so much good information. We had a yep. really long talk about the common kind of pitfalls of like what people buy for babies and what they should and shouldn't buy. And I think it's for those of you out there who are interested in that kind of baby stuff, please go back and listen to that episode because it was really, really good. Jamie is an insane wealth of knowledge. And then Gavin and I ruined it for our stupid little jokes. True. Yeah, but I'm also insane too. Yeah. Oh, oh no. good. I thought you were going to leave it at no. that. Clinical. But, yeah. <laughs> Jamie yeah. is insane. Yes. Well, as evidenced yes. by coming and demeaning himself by being on our stupid little show. That's thank the you stupidest. Again, <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> dumb. Y'all are dumb. Dumb. <laughs> Just so dumb. But we are obsessed with you. So thank you for coming yep. back. Oh, y'all are fun. Thank you, Jamie. So my something great uh, this week is my husband and I switch who puts who to bed. So one night I'll put the boy to bed and then the next night I put the girl to bed and we switch back and forth. Um, And so when I'm upstairs, uh, I can sometimes hear them downstairs and vice versa. The other night I was putting uh, my daughter to bed who goes to bed first and I could hear downstairs my husband and my son just giggling and laughing. And I still don't know what they were doing, maybe tickling or doing a silly voices or whatever. But there was just this pure guffaw joy four-year-old cackling coming from downstairs. And it was one of those like beautiful, like this house has this sound in it thing Mm -hmm. that was just something great. That's it. There's nothing funny. That's it. I know you're. I, I know you're like. And then there's dick pics. But like, there, that was it. That, like, there's nothing funny about that. It was something great, Gavin. My God, it was. It was gratitude. Mm-hmm. All right. I. I. Uh, I. I'm stunned, silent because of the gratitude factor for sure. I know. And I was thinking, I know. wow, we are super gratitudinal here. So you shouldn't give me any shit about this anymore because no. we are all about the gratitude. No. Hey, listen, my gratitude is that I started the show earlier, um, talking about how my daughter wanted to get up on her own and she, um, wants to leave me aside. You know, I have to let her grow up. And then we got in the car as I drove her to the bus stop, and she said, you know, I think it's better when you get up with me. Oh, so that felt good. It was twist. full circle. <laughs> wow, what a first circle moment for this uh, podcast. That was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our show. If you have any comments, suggestions, or general compliments, you can email us at gatriarchspodcast at gmail.com. Or you can DM us on Instagram. We are at gatriarchspodcast. On the internet, David is at David FM Vaughn everywhere, and Gavin is at Gavin Lodge on nothing. Please, please leave us a glowing five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks, and we'll wake up with you next time on another episode of Gatriarchs. Hey! My name is J.L.M.K. Hey! Hey. 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 Hey.